He's looking at me like, what in the world? I thought this was a serious podcast. Guys, this is a Black Light podcast. Welcome. This is Levi and AD. We've got Kaylin and Christy from White and Reverie here with us today. How you going? Excited to be here. Mostly excited for this intro. Yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty good. You just had to make it a little nasally. Yeah. It's like, it's perfect. I've been working on that. Um, Clearly. Guys, this is the photographer versus videographer podcast. Battle Royale. The long awaited, the much talked about, the most intense fight in podcast history. Put up your dukes. I mean, I brought my boxing gloves. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah. I'm very intimidated right now. I have right so now. much to tell and, and let out. I've been holding this in for so long. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're going to get into that uh, in a second. Right now, I think, gosh, I'm, I'm looking at this LaCroix, right? Or how do you say it? LaCroix? That's correct, LaCroix. La- Who's is this? Who's is this? Is this? That was mine, and now oh. it's gone. Okay, cool. Uh, I was watching, I was on the Instagram feed of uh, Gabe, who was one of our questionees the oh, other yes. day, mm-hmm. and he said something like, oh, man, uh, he said something, what did it say? He was like, I uh, I used to trash on these things. I used to hate these things, but now I can't get enough of them. And I was like, dang, I'm the same way. Like, I used to hate, like, sparkling water, and then now I'm like, I drink it all the time. And Ugh, I hate them. Really? You don't so, like them? I really don't like them. Yeah. My yeah. first exposure to sparkling water was when I lived in Germany, and it was mostly sparkling water that they served, but it would always be room temperature mm. and hot. Yeah, that's gross. Which is disgusting. And sparkling? And sparkling. Yeah. yeah. Hot sparkling water. Was it also salty? It's just like a boiling cesspool of hot, sweaty water. Yeah. yeah like, I'm, I'm serious. I really don't even enjoy room temperature still water. Like, oh, really? I, yeah, I really can't. When I go to Europe, I'm like, please, is there something else, like ice that you <laughs> could put special. in special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my, I didn't want to go into room temperature water. <laughs> <laughs> but my real question was, is there anything that you guys can think of uh, that you used to hate, but now you love? Oh. Right? So anything at all, anything that you're like... Uh, you know, I used to hate this, but now I dig it. Now I'm into it. Uh, for me, um, it was that. And then also tomatoes. I used to, I used to hate tomatoes. I'm still and in the hate phase. You're still in the hate I phase? I haven't made it past that. All right, that. this is what my, my dad told me one day. He was like, son, come here to me. You know, that's that's how my <laughs> don't, father was. <laughs> son, come here. And I was like, yes, yes, papa. And he said, taste this tomato. I don't want to, papa. And he was like, Taste it for the juiciness. And that's literally all he said. I know it's, it sounds very simple. And then I put it, I put the tomato into my mouth and it's like an explosion of flavor and juiciness. And my, like, it changed my tomato life. Now I grow my own tomatoes. What? Okay. Yeah. Simply really? from that, that one experience where I was like, he's like, taste it for the juiciness. That's like, something out of a movie. I yes, think you made father. that up. No, it really happened. I remember I was a little, I was just a wee little lad. Yes. But is there anything that you guys can think of? Ooh, I, have a I feel like I'm always drawn to food in that conversation. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I have a funny one, too. What do you have? Uh, bacon. Oh. I used to think the smell of bacon was so gross oh, because it's it. oh, wow. so strong. I need a bacon candle. That's and what I would Kaylin, <laughs> And now, like, seriously, Kaylin loves bacon. I've been to Kaylin and Chrissy's house by three times in the past, like, three weeks in the mornings. And Kaylin has been making bacon every single day. <laughs> <laughs> so was there a time, a, a switch? Did something change, like... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think a lot of it had to do with like dietary restrictions. So sure. when I was a when I was younger, I um, was a vegetarian for like many years, like six years. 
Um, and then on and off after that. And then, um, and then last summer I had to go on to this thing called the autoimmune paleo diet. Okay. And I feel like that was the moment when it like fully switched. I freaking love bacon because um, in that Mm. diet, there's really like nothing. You you can hardly have any spices. She came into her own. And, um, I, (laughs) well, I couldn't have so many foods and bacon was one of the only foods that felt like I had flavor. Yeah. And everything else. And so I feel like from there, I was like, really? But then again, Kaylin also really likes bacon all the time. He's really rolled over in bed in the morning and said, we don't have any bacon. I don't even want to get out of bed. <laughs> what's the point of I don't, What's up? the point of getting out of bed? He's, he said that to me. It's about point? as important as coffee. So. <laughs> I'm glad that you knew you didn't have bacon. Like, you, you know, like you're in bed. You check the night before. You're like, ah. Then I go to sleep and just hope. <laughs> you know, you woke up and you're like, it didn't happen. There's no bacon. I would say something for me that I, I hated before and I've grown to tolerate um, would be beer. I growing because uh, we've been in Colorado for over three years. Sure. And moving here, I feel like um, I have the weight of having to be able to drink beer because it's just part of the culture here. It is a legit weight. And coming from <laughs> yeah, coming from Florida, especially in Rhino, where there's like like what eleven breweries yeah. within a mile from us. Yeah, there's so many. Um, and I just would get headaches after I would drink um, some beers, and I just thought, okay, it's just not for me. Hmm. Um, coming here though, I felt like uh, I need to really put in my time and you know try to grow as a human and, um, <laughs> and process it. <laughs> uh, and, and what happened was, so I, I would go to a couple breweries, and I would I would literally try every one. And I come came to realize try that... Try every brewery or try every beer? Uh, most of the, the beers at the breweries. Okay, okay cool. Um, so I went to a few different ones. And I came to realize that the majority of beers I just did not like. So I, I did not uh, enjoy IPAs or True. very hoppy beers. But, however, I really loved... Um, uh, I really enjoyed some wheat ales, which is really nice and more flavorful. But also, uh, I loved... Um, Porters and also uh, like stouts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dark beers. I love dark beers yeah. and stouts. So oh, I, wow. I'm, I'm a love. The, I have a sweet tooth and I love more chocolatey flavors. So I mean, yeah. But so I love stouts. I'll go. I can I can drink stouts, but I can't do IPAs. Yeah. So that's I why I'm very limited. I like beer less now that I live in Colorado. Really? So weird. Opposite. I, I think it's because uh, gluten. Too really much Keystone. Me. Oh but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too much Keystone. Nothing tastes like Keystone anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I actually, I would take a cocktail over a beer any day. Oh, yeah, I, sure. I'm on that same page. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. cocktails. Yeah. 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 Like, if I never have a beer again, I'm, I'll be okay with it. Where, where are you guys from? Where? We grew up As in Texas. In, and, yeah. yeah, we grew up in Texas, um, in the forest of Texas. And then... We knew each other when we were 11 and 13 years old. Little babies. And we ended up dating uh, in high school. Um, and then uh, I moved off to college in Orlando, Florida to a school called uh, Full Sail. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Christine moved up there about nine months later. And we continued our relationship. We did a long distance relationship for a while. Oh, survived wow. that. Yeah. Um, got engaged. And we've been married almost eight years uh, this oh, wow. November. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's we awesome. We got a two-year-old to show for. Ooh. What's your two-year-old's name? Zeely. <laughs> she's just so, she's just so sweet. Zeely. I love her. Name's yeah. Zeely Elizabeth. Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. We call her Thank Z you. for short. So yeah. she's really oh, cool. Z. Cool. We should have her on the pod. She should be on the pod. Yeah. She's she got to say a couple words. Right now, she's she's in the stage where she's trying really hard to say certain words, and it, a lot of it sounds like she's just 
has a really bad foul mouth. <laughs> so we're going through that right now. Yeah. Just y- Zili yeah. yelling. Ah, I'm going through that same phase right now. <laughs> Just All right. trying to say sit. Uh, Levi, what's your thing, man? Uh, my thing is actually coffee. What? I you hated coffee. I hated coffee. I feel like you were born it. loving coffee. No, no, no. I actually grew up despising coffee, and I couldn't stand it. And when I got to college, I was like, it was, it was in, but like in and like the Starbucks way. Like, you know, I went to the college in Minnesota, but it was in the suburbs of Minnesota. Um, so I would try it, but it didn't really sit with me. I would have like a lot of mochas. And mochas are kind of the gateway drug into specialty coffee. <laughs> Mine was the vanilla bean at Starbucks. Yeah, it doesn't have, have any coffee. It was the cheapest option <laughs> yeah. Starbucks came to Texas. It's just sugar. Yeah. So it was just vanilla, sugar. vanilla flavor and sugar. Sugar, milk, and some ice yeah. blended together. I actually didn't get into coffee until I moved to Colorado, and oh. I went to a coffee shop. And well, um, what's the name? Can I went you to drop that Black name? Eye Coffee. Ooh, Black Eye Coffee. House, yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with Black Guy Coffee, which whenever I tell people <laughs> we're going to Black Eye, <laughs> like, I don't think that's an appropriate name for a coffee shop. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so we, I go to Black Eye Coffee, and I was like, I don't know, let me get a, a pour over. And so they made me a pour over, and I remember it was a Mexican coffee. And I tasted it and had all these vanilla profiles inside of it. And I was like, holy crap, is this what coffee profiles Wait, you tastes You could like? taste the vanilla? I could taste the vanilla. That's I how, and I couldn't, I didn't know a lot about coffee at the time, but I knew like this tastes like coffee, like the best version of coffee I've ever had, plus flavors of vanilla, but there's nothing inside of this coffee. It's just black. And it, it changed your coffee life. And that was like, and I, I literally am still searching for that, that like apparition of that Mexican coffee that I can no longer find. Oh, wow. It's it was like from, a fleeting. It was from Ceremony Roasters. I remember it. Explicitly, I was like that. This coffee is the best thing I've ever tasted in terms of coffee. Yeah, and so I, I will say that's how I am with tomatoes now. Yeah. Like I had a, a literally 180 first tomato. Yeah, like I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to get back to that. Your first, taste the juice in this moment high. is my Mexican coffee moment. Yeah, mm. that there, first one, man. It's taste so the glorious. juicy. Have you ever done? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Cool, 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 cool. Um. Guys, we're here. We're doing it. We're talking about it. We're uh, we're getting into the really real. We want to talk about photographers versus videographers. The things here we go. The it. things that each of us do to each other that one drive each other crazy. Two, we wish they would change. And three, that's that's mostly it. Yeah. And other other stuff. <laughs> All right. So we have two videographers. These are uh, a, a couple. They're. Uh, two of one of the, the best videographers in the country, if not the world. Oh, Sorry, I'm saying that right in front of you, like right. <laughs> here. But you know, and so they're very well respected. They've been through it. Uh, how long have you guys been in business? Uh, six and a half years. Six. We've started filming our first wedding. And and I, I wouldn't say that. It, I mean, would it be true that at every wedding there's a photographer, or do you have some where they're just? We've had two or three where we were the only ones there. I think. Um, but it was very rare and it was more so an elopement style and it was in a rare circumstance where uh, we would take some stills from the video that they could use for like, you know, 20 stills or something. Which yeah. I feel yeah. like is a huge testament to your one recognition, but also to just skill as a filmmaker or as filmmakers that people would hire just a video team and no photographer. Because that's so unheard of, of in yeah. terms of like where things are at. I've talked several people out of that, by the way, because um, I personally know, or I, I just feel like there's so many photos that 
that, um, I don't know, like when your, your bridesmaid has her birthday and you really want to post that cool, like tribute photo on Facebook or whatever, or more important than that, when like a grandparent dies and you want to have those photos there, I just feel like there's so, so much importance with photos too. And so there've been a couple of times where, where brides will come up to me and just be like, listen, we're thinking about just not getting a photographer. And I seriously have talked a couple people mm-hmm. off the ledge on that because I just feel like it's so important to have both. The only know? time I feel like you could go without a photographer is if you're, if it's like a, a big travel wedding. So it already costs a lot to travel. And if they're already going, um, and it's just, you know, you and, and, you know, your uh, fiance kind of getting married, then I think it's, it's easier to get away with it if you had to, but we always encourage couples to try and uh, get a photographer as well. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. I, uh, it's interesting because I think it's important to have video, although we're still going to duke it out. I know we're being nice right yeah, now. Yeah, this is like, why is yeah, it? Yeah, like, oh, so nice oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were supposed but, to come to fight, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but there are things that, that uh, happen in which I see in, in video and I can't really capture the essence of the moment, right. you know, in, in like a still. Yeah. It just, it what? just can't happen, Even especially that? sound. I think that's such a, mm. a huge part of what you guys do and a huge part of sort of how we respond to things and how we take in experiences that when added to visuals just makes it so much more enveloping. And so we, you know, uh, it's like, okay, man, I, I get it. Or like, you know, when you have someone cheer, it's like, yeah, they mm. can sort of make that happen in their mind. And I get that. But uh, the sound of a sniffle can go a long way or whatever it is. And we just so, yeah. filmed a wedding this past weekend and we had a photographer um, come to us because we had just shot a first look and the groom turned around to see his bride and kind of dipped down and covered his mouth and was like really excited. But in the photo, it looks like he kind of got punched in the stomach. Oh, and wow. <laughs> the context it doesn't really match. And um, But for video, she saw our, our same day loop that we created at the end of the wedding. It was like, I loved how that played out. I could actually experience it. But in the photograph, it, it didn't really translate didn't the same translate. way. Yeah. yeah. And it just sucks that you had a bad photographer yeah. for that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding, photographer. Amazing. You're on our side. <laughs> How about your side? Oh, gosh. We loved that photographer. I was, was joking. Sister. I'm joking. Well, yeah. it, I mean, we've already said he's enough of this stuff, but I'll just go there because I can. Yeah, we Because I'm on the podcast. Um, I shot a wedding early, earlier this year with Colton, and Colton is actually Keelan and Christie's wonderful associate. Um, he's part of us. For we love that guy. Yeah, Colton's awesome. And so me and Colton shot it a little bit together, and it was rad. We're just kind of kicking it back and forth, and kind of like working off of each other. But I was able to see some of his footage just in the back of his camera. He showed me something, and I'd be like, "Man, this is a whole different look or way of seeing this exact same wedding." Like we're both here at the same moment, but he was capturing things in a way that I couldn't capture due to the motion, which is cool because it kind of shows that in a in the right context photo and video can really complement each other mm-hmm. if you work together versus if you are just on two sides of uh, the aisle, so mm-hmm. to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, that's like the name so of the podcast, really... Two Sides of the Aisle. Two Sides of the Aisle. Yeah. yeah. Throw well, down. You, you yeah. also brought up, uh, you brought up audio, and I really like this truly a thing that we incorporate as much as possible in our films because you're right. It's really people say things that are so meaningful and so... Um, you know, when a father of the bride tells the groom how important he is to him and how much he gives them their blessing and things like that. I mean, that kind of stuff like really, really is important to capture in my opinion. And so, yeah, it's, it's like, it's cool. I think it's one of the reasons we're, we have such audio heavy films, but um, also I think it just kind of shows it's one of the biggest differences to me in 
photo and video. So yeah, I mean, even I mean, we're on a podcast. We love audio. <laughs> you know, know. we, we yeah. have to use it. I was just at a wedding this past weekend, and uh, the dad man, I never. It's like very rare where I cry at a wedding that I'm shooting solely. But the dad said something about like when the mom was holding the daughter for the first time and she was crying and everybody started bawling. And I was like, oh no, I have to work. You know, like my (laughs) eyes started watering. Oh no, this is hard. And so just listening to that, I can get the tears. Mm -hmm. I can get, you know, the reactions and I can set it up and make it perfect. But after that, you know, I can't let you know unless I tell you the story, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I think there's, there's definitely weight in both. I think uh, I was talking to Rebecca Webb from Alex and Webb, a couple of really uh, amazing street photographers, and they were talking about seeing uh, the World Trade Center, uh, the the bombing, and when that happened, how there was uh, the difference between the video of it and the still image of, you know, you seeing someone falling. Sorry to take this so negative, but you know what I mean? Like, it was very important to both see what's happening and see what's happening in real time and how crazy and devastating that moment was. And then also seeing like the still of, you know, like, you know, devastation of people in the air and like kind of uh, being able to take it in just one moment and how people were drawn to both. And so uh, it's very, it was just a very interesting thing that they talked about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Guys. All right. All right. We're going to get into it. You know it. what? Hold on. Oh, I got, yeah. I got a really interesting question. I would love to hear your thoughts. And this question Whose is, is this? okay. What's here we go, Andy. Hours. We're taking it over. If, if a couple could only choose either photography or video to capture their wedding, which medium do you think you would choose versus someone else would choose? Like, what are your thoughts? Like, what would I choose personally? Yeah. Like, what would what do you? I mean, obviously, you are a photographer. Would you? Go without video and just go photography, or hundred percent. Yeah, you'd okay. go without video. I go without video, hundred percent. And and here's why though, because video takes so much to consume the media that it's not as easy, in my opinion, to pass on to other things. Like for a photo, I can put it in a book, leave it on the table, and anyone can I can flip through at any time. For video, I have to have a computer or a screen or something to actually, and I can't just. Uh, well, time. You have to have time. You right. don't necessarily have to have like everyone has a screen now, but sure, you have yeah. to have yeah. Yeah, but also like it's just like the, the yeah the transfer of those things is sure. you have to make sure everything it's on every device, um, and it's I guess the same with photo. But photo I can consume offline in physical form, which to me is important. How about you, Ad? Uh, I think I would just choose photo. But it's interesting. My love for photo came from film. I watched some films where they're doing some really interesting things like some old Akira Kurosawa films, and I just fell in love with film, and I wanted to get into video, but I just ended up finding my way into, you know, the visual art of photography. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll learn this so I can do video one day, you know? And so uh, I definitely love video, and I love when it's done well. I think so much it's it's done poorly. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. it's so often done just sort of like, this is what we see. And that's the same thing in photography where people just kind of give you what is in front of you. They're just taking a cell phone image or just like um, they're showing you the world that already exists. As opposed to, I think, what you guys do or what I hope photography gets to is showing a world uh, that we'd like to exist. And we show the world sort of, you know, either slowly in slower frames or whatever we're doing um, to show something other or something else and taking, somewhere, taking people somewhere else. And so 
Um, I think that is maybe easier to accomplish in in photo, but you know, in film, when it's done right, it is very attractive. But I'm a photographer, yeah. so what I'm would you guys do? I well, on on a hundred percent video, and this is the reason why too. I mean, if I am to look back on an event, the way I experience it with the sound, the audio, with the visuals. Um, it takes me back to that space in a unique way that photos don't do. Mm. And also hearing my voice at a younger age whenever we got married and letting my daughter see that mm. is interesting. It, it brings back different feelings. Um, and we have photos and video from our wedding, which we absolutely love. Um, but even though I have to go to a computer or some device to watch it, um, the emotion that I feel, um, I feel like catapults me back into the whole location deeper. Mm. And um, I feel like I could get away with taking a still, even though it's not best, but I can still get some of that element there and go in the opposite direction from photo and trying to have some kind of video. Uh, I feel like I would only really get experience it with maybe a song that meant something to me as like a playing in the background while watching the video in a slide or the photos in a slide form that would somewhat bring me back. But there's that other element that um, I really value from video that makes me experience that event even deeper than I could with photo, but that's personal. I mean, it would be such a hard decision for me because I mean, honestly, both, I I really truly value both photo and video so much. Don't be so nice. (laughs) No, but I honestly would choose video though, because, um, because I feel like I, the, the way that I experience the world is so much of like how I'm feeling, how I'm like the emotions that I'm experiencing and things like that. And, um, I think that video just does that for me. I think that's, I mean, it's just, yeah, that's my craft. It's what I love and what I love to do and things like that. And, um, yeah, hearing, hearing what people say, Kaylin brought that up. That's a, a huge thing. Um, my sister gave a toast at my wedding reception and I have no idea what she said because I forgot it. I was so overwhelmed with emotion oh, and things like wow. that. And I just don't even know what she said. And so it's a big part of whenever I'm editing to include as many faces, as many moments as possible. I edit out as many ums and awkward pauses so that I can fit more in. If that she makes, makes sense. people sound professional. Mm. I, really, wow. I really, I really do. Are you going to mix this podcast <laughs> after, afterwards? Yeah, if you Take out all of my ums. Uh, Okay. So, um, but yeah, but that's really just how I experience the world. I want to, I want to feel something. And, um, I think the combination of music, which I mean, Kaylin and I are both musicians. Um, I have a degree in, I have an associate's degree in music. I don't have an associate's degree in filmmaking. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, that's, so having that, that's a really huge part of, of, uh, the experience as well. And so, yeah, I mean. No, there's an, there's an accuracy to film that I think. I like that we lose in, 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 in uh, stills. What I mean is, if there's no way to mistake who's crying or who got punched or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like in, in a video, it's very clear. And so unless you change something about how you're taking the video or how you're presenting it, it, it just kind of shows what happened. Whereas I like the sort of play that, that the still has, that the still can say, Maybe I'm gonna make it look like he got punched, you know. Like, <laughs> and we so the the photographer mm-hmm. becomes the author in a okay. way, and mm-hmm. so that's something that I appreciate as as the artistic photographer. Not all photographers can are quick enough to do that or even think about it, but that's something I love about. 
And so when in choosing a photographer, I look for someone who has that sort of voice who's like saying something other than just like, hey, this is what happened. And so not that you can't do that with video, no, but that's totally kind of agree, my yeah. love in, in, in stills. Um, that's All a right. lot. It's time to fight. It's time to fight. It's time okay. to fight. Yeah. All right. Bow, bow, bow. Let's, uh, let's okay. put our gloves on. We're going to take a real, real quick break. We're going to put our gloves on and we'll be right back. Sit tight, guys. All right. Goodness. We've, we've, we've arrived here. It is time for the Battle Royale. The Battle Royale. The and I'm going to kick it off. Oh, you've got something already? I'm going to kick it off. So what we're going to do is each of us are going to go back and forth between sharing things. It, it can be about the industry. It doesn't have to be photo or wedding. No, or I think video it, specific. Yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Let's okay. just, just okay. like whatever stories you have, whatever pet peeves you have, we're doing it. We're just in it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. For me, when I'm working with video teams, one of the things that can really drive me crazy. Just, <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? Grinds <laughs> my gears. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this, this is a jab in the fight. Levi time. looks so excited to finally yeah, talk like, about this. He's like, like he's been trying so hard I'm, to be I'm so sweating. nice. Oh my gosh, this is, this is no, serious. It's, yeah. it's when the video team goes through a very important moment throughout the day. And they make the couple do it oh again, and again, and again. Oh, Can we get like, an example? Like, okay, yeah, I've got, like, like the first look. Okay, it's like okay, yeah. the first look happens, and the video team is like, okay, now let's do it one more time. No, and no. then they go to <laughs> set the whole thing up, and then it's like, okay, let's do it one more time. And then they set the whole thing up, Gosh, man. and do it's it more than you, why do you go with like the big guns so early? Oh, okay, this the, happened to me just this past wedding. <laughs> I love the the videographer that I was working with. He was a really cool dude. You don't have to be so kind. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's a really cool dude. But uh, the first look, I was like, hey, man, we just met. So he's got a job to do. He's getting paid. So I get it, right? You know, so I'm like, but I was like, hey, man, we're sending up this first look over here. Blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. But this is this part for me is for them. Like, let's let them enjoy their first look. And then after that, we can redo anything. Because I understand you guys have a job to do. I have a job to do. And so I'm not like... I'm not as bad as you are on this, Levi, but I know, you know what I mean? Like I, the, the redoing of it, it does make it a production. It makes it something other than maybe what it is for me, but maybe I'm too like, like I just love the romance of it. I don't know. I just know that I was like, hey, buddy, let's not stop them. Let's let them just walk to them and have their moment. We'll leave them for like five minutes to have their first look and we'll just shoot around. We'll just do whatever we want. But if you don't mind, let's not... Um, Let's not tell them to change or, hey, can you, like, give them a hug? Or, like, well, let them do their thing, you know? And then, and sure enough, he was like, all right. And then we walked up, and, like, she was, like, two feet from him, you know, about to hug. And he was like, okay, stop. And I was like, dang, bro. Like, <laughs> and me and the second shooter, actually, no, me and the bride kind of looked at each other because the bride was walking with us when I told him that. And the, me and the bride were just locked eyes. We're like, you know, just kind of like, whatever, you know, and not to like the dude like was a hustler. He was working hard, you know, mm -hmm. but for that moment, his film superseded the moment. Yeah, and that, well, then maybe, the, maybe this is not necessarily subject to a photographer and videographer then because we're on the same page with UAD in the sense of we've experienced a lot of photographers that just kill that moment. Oh, really? Because so bad. We're really? so bad. We tell the photographer, we tell the couple, hey, we're going to have uh, like zoom lenses. We're going to be further away. We want this moment to happen. And whenever you get to the point where you're like, okay, I don't know what else to do, then we might just have you you know, walk back up just to get another angle. Never more want, than once. We want all that emotion to be raw and natural. 
Okay. And there's so and many I, times when it happens, and then within 20 seconds, the photographer's like, hey, can you guys turn a little bit this way? And like, just start in, in a, uh, interjecting a few of their ideas so that it looks best, and it's like, ah, you're, it, it hurts uh, that, that my, feeling. My <sighs> biggest thing that I do on that is I'll oftentimes tell the couple very, very loudly, not obnoxiously loudly, but enough where the photographer can hear it. I'll say, okay, when, you, when, when she walks up, she's going to tap you on the shoulder, and um, you guys just enjoy this moment. Don't let uh, any of us bother you. We're not gonna stay. We're not gonna stop you or anything. We're gonna let you guys enjoy this moment until you guys are like, okay, now what do we do? When yeah. you give us the okay, now what look, that's when we'll start, you know, going through yeah. other things when and doing you're more done, portraits. We'll come in. And so yeah. I say that right in front of the photographer, and it doesn't always work because often that would be one of my first things that I would complain about with photographers Ooh, is when here they we go. So wow. when they yeah. ruin moments. So I feel like that, yeah, that might not be. It's not specific to the craft. It's yeah. just maybe, you know... Which I kind of thought it was. A photographer no, it's or... It's yeah. actually incredibly That's interesting. interesting. So yeah. that would be your thing. It's just like when we ruin... When yeah, ruin, ruin yeah. moments. Look, because for, for us, like we want to experience... We, we want to capture the true experience for them. Like what are they sure. really... You know, and Faces, it's, yeah. And if they're already posing maybe it's, seven seconds into their first look, if they're already having to pose and be aware and like suddenly that moment that they were having, that moment where they were like, oh, we were going to have a first look so that we could have that one quiet moment together. If that's being ruined within seven seconds of it, man, I feel, I feel sad about it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, we're, we're suddenly working with people who are very aware of cameras being up and not just experiencing this one quiet moment that they're going to have right. for the day. Yeah. No, I, I think there's so much sort of... Uh, production capital that a couple has that's mm -hmm. kind of the way I look at it and so throughout the whole day we can only like ask a couple a few times to like engage with us we don't I hopefully don't want to take all of their day right. you know I don't mm -hmm. want them to be being photographed all the time I want them I want to shoot the wedding you know like that's what our job is to like to photograph or take a video of the wedding yes we're also asked to put on our own art and put in our own style to it but for me people are like man how'd you get the couple to do that and it's like well i didn't ask them to do this i just let, <laughs> i just i just let them do what they did yeah. and they just did it now there are times where i'm like hey couple do this but it's very secondary to them being themselves which sounds like is just what you do so we're not fighting yet well but. that is a tough thing because <laughs> levi did bring it up where he's like sometimes it feels like a production from a video standpoint when you're there and they're getting them to redo things a lot is that correct yeah yeah, it's, yeah. that's the biggest that's thing. the part that's yeah. A, it's yeah it's more so when it and i can like because sometimes as a photographer, I was staying off to the side at that point because I'm like, okay, I got my shot already. But I can like, I've seen it sometimes happen where I, you can just see like this, like, like there's this blink of this look for like a split second where it's like this fade of like, okay, I'm doing something mm. for a final product. Not like, it's not real anymore. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think I've seen that on people's faces occasionally where it's like, they go do it and then they do whatever the videographer asks. Like, okay, I'll do it again and I'll do it again. But you can tell like each time, like they're slowly getting worn down and kind of to 80s point. I feel like there is so much, only so much production quantity. Production capital, yeah. yeah. production capital, I guess you could mm -hmm. say it, but like of what they're willing to do with you yeah. or based on requests. And if the videographer uses up all that stuff already, I get none of it. God. And if they use it all, and if they use all of it up based on things that are just repeating what, real moments, exactly. then it's like now I can't ask them anything creative because they spend all this energy just recreating some of that, the real things that actually mm -hmm. mattered. So I'm like, okay, now I... Now but, I can't get them to do interesting things with me because they've already feel like 
everything's like a burden now. But could you maybe speak to that to the for the photographer who is asking them to redo things? What is the strength and what are they asking? Why are they doing that? Are they is it very important? So is, yeah, that is the conversation that we do have with all of our couples before we even book them about the role of reenactments and how that plays into their film. And we try to uh, minimize how much of an impact that is on the day. We're very aware of the couple. Like if we notice that they're kind of, you know, not into it or they're over it immediately, we can back off. Like that's part of it. But a lot of it is we try to um, keep the reenactments to a minimum and where it doesn't really impact the photographer or other people. So mainly during prep, we'll like, hey, the groom, can you just stand over here? The light looks best over here and then do your thing. We might ask you to do it twice just so that we can get a different angle of you putting on the suit jacket. At that point, we've already had communication that we're going to ask them that, and it's not necessarily a burden unless he's just not in a good space, headspace at that time. And if so, we'll just roll with it and get what we can. Yeah, but we're also like super, super aware of how the couple is experiencing it, or we at least try to be. Um, because I mean, sometimes we show up and our couples are very much like, okay, what do I do? What do I like? Tell me what to do. I want to, I want to like really, truly be like, like awesome in this video. And I really, you know, th- Some this is like their moment. Yeah. yeah like, this is their moment. Sure. And a lot of people that we work with, like truly have experience in front of the camera. Like, you know, maybe they are an actor or something like that. And that's not weird for them to be in front of the camera. Um, some of our couples are super shy, super, super shy. And so I'm going to approach them very, very differently Sure. because of that, you know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's good to hear. I like it. Um, all right, you're up. What do you guys have? What do you got? Well, oh, I think is... that that... That was kind of double-sided, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a big one. What's the thing that there... photographers... <sighs> I'm trying to think. I think there's sometimes whenever... It hasn't happened as often, but where a photographer feels like they're the primary person and I'm secondary to the day. They're like, mm-hmm. this is my thing. You're just second help, you know? And so they feel like they're in control of the whole portrait session. And what that looks like, sometimes we've had it where, hey, I'm shooting them. Don't interrupt me, you know? And mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, we're both hired and we both have a job to do. And if I realize, I mean, we're very nice with and very approachable with all of the photographers that we shoot with. If we experience somebody that um, just has an attitude right off the bat that is not um, conducive to the environment, then we will set that aside and realize, you know what, I'm probably not going to work with this photographer again, and I'm going to do what it takes to get the shot. I don't care if I hurt this relationship to some extent. Ooh, now, I what feel I like mean, we've never gotten that intense. What I mean so is that's, but that's there's, a photographer that has a, there's a photographer that has a different style of shooting, and once during a first look we had the photographer take the, the groom out and stand him, in this spot and it was absolutely horrible like the lighting was rough it was in mixed lighting and it and I realized even the the groom felt a little uncomfortable Mm. so what I did is I was like hey what about um the whole idea is (laughs) we it's how you um can not necessarily control the situation by not controlling it is I want the photographer to think that they're making the decision when I'm really making the decision. Oh, and what that, what that means is, like hey, there's, psychological a, there's a spot like, in the shade over here that looks good. What I'll do is I'll like, hey, what about this space over here? And then I'll kind of give it to the photographer to make that decision. And they're like, you know what, this actually works. And I'm like, okay, they got the value of feeling like they came up with it. But I, I kind of reeled them in with that location. And I realized, you know what? This photographer I'm probably going to shoot with, so I'm going to kind of take charge and say, hey, let's actually go do it over here. It's going to be much better. It's more, like, it's lit better. It's more even lighting. 
uh, bride and groom, they don't want it to be squinting. It'll be best. And if they put up a fight, I'll possibly say, hey, you know, well, what do you think? The groom's right there, you know, or something. And I could already tell the groom was already feeling it. So in that situation, it did work. Um, or I will get my shot. And if I somehow have to, if the photographer is down the middle of the aisle and I have a, a camera for the vows and I need vows, I will get right next to them or beside them, whatever it is, yeah. and adapt to it. And I've also, you know, a lot of it is communication. So to get rid of a lot of the issues is communication. But I would say um, photographers that take control of the portraits and don't share that space hinders both of our quality, I think. Because we come up with ideas that the photographer is not because we're thinking in a mindset of motion. True. So yeah. we're usually True. creating sequences and couples expect to be posed and told what to do during a portrait session most of the time. Because they're like, okay, what do I do to stand here? You know, and we want it to be a fun environment. If you have a photographer, photographer, they're on different pages or just against each other. Or if they're it, bickering, like bickering. if it's actually oh, yeah. like noticeable that there's some tension there, that's oh, really gosh. bad. Oh, so many bad memories are coming. See, that kind of stuff like bothers oh. me so much. Is when when if like even if the photographer is the worst photographer we've ever worked with, I would never make it known to the couple. I want that couple to still leave thinking, "Oh my gosh, we had the best photographer in the world." Not because I want them to get more even business or <laughs> yeah or anything like that, but like who you want am, them to be happy with their day. Yeah, right? who am Just... I to be the the like? I mean, the the phrase "Don't kill the messenger" is a thing because that messenger does get a bad you know. There's a bad right. taste suddenly there because right. you know you're the person telling them oh your photographer might be one of the worst i've ever worked with in the entire world you know i'm not wow. going to be the person to say that right so um yeah and i if same for me with video i there's never a time where i'll go to the couple and be like yeah uh but i have had i like i get the the eye from the couple more often than i think people you know that i think the video the video guy does oh, where the couple's awesome. like okay this guy we're like I remember a couple of weekends ago, well, it was like a month ago, we were shooting and uh, the video guy had a, a little steady cam, like, or no, one of those little, he had a little pole with a 4K camera on it. And he was a just like, pole. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Three axis stabilizer. Is this a probably? selfie stick? Oh, yeah, so Three axis stabilizer. That's <laughs> Is this for the iPhone? Is this yeah, whatever it was, he was just walking around and he was like, Four inches from the bride and groom. Oh, like, so like it's very wide, very often. Yeah, you actually showed me these photos. Always in my shot. Yeah. I had to like had to take him out from like the kiss photo because he's literally standing between like the the bride or the groom and the best man taking the shot, like right behind. I was like, oh bro, gosh. like, why are you making me take out take you out of every single photo? Like they don't, you know, and the and for I, I don't think this is the case with you guys, but in his case, he was dressed in like a polo shirt, you know? And so there's no way for me to make him look like a guest. And it really, you know, it really like bothers me. It's like, I can't make you look like a guest and you're, you're just, you know, you have, you're just right there in front of be. them. And you should be bothered by that. That no, should be something so bothersome. that's yeah. not okay. I feel like that's on both sides though. Cause uh, we have moments where a photographer just feels like they need to get up in the shot. And it's during a moment that's very important to video, which would be like vows. And so we have, whenever it comes to vows, we have three cameras locked in on it. And if a photographer's walking up to get shots and now you're in all my camera angles, it's like, great. Hmm. That's very annoying. Um, mm -hmm. And But we try to be non-intrusive with it so that we have very, like zoom lenses and stuff. But if they have two photographers and one comes stands in front of my tripod camera, like I it's right a, there. You vows. had to stand in front of it. Come yeah, on. I had yeah. some vows and it was like the sweetest moment of their vows. 
and it was uh, it was in an elopement, and the angle of her face was beautiful, like so perfect. And um, the, it was like the moment that I would want to clip back to because like what she's saying is so meaningful. Mm-hmm. And um, the photographer bumped right into my camera. And that's the reason why we have our own, like why we have like several cameras up. It's just I didn't get to use the best, best shot. Yeah. But the big thing with, the, with, the, with video and f- photographers, so it's not okay for the, the videographer to be doing that. That's highly discouraged in the community to be like all up in their face and in all yeah. of your shots. I, but I we should, do still yeah. get... Uh, but you can, you can uh, yeah, I know. That's not okay for them to do that. We also do occasionally get um, photographers in our shots too. Sure. During yeah. those, during those like extra special moments, but we can't edit you guys out right. unless yeah. we have. Right. Yeah. You know, no, that's we crazy, can't just actually. take you that's out of the point. shot. You know. I this to that point. Uh, this guy isn't. A, he's only shot like nine weddings. He's been a videographer for like forty years. You know, the older mm-hmm. guy. He's been shooting video for so long, and he shoots his approach to weddings was the same. It was just like, oh yeah, they found me, they know me from something. And his approach to the wedding was the same as if he was approaching, he was doing anything else. Mm -hmm. And so I actually, during the toast, I had to pull him back. I was like, bro, you just, you gotta chill. And he was like, oh. And his second, his second shooter said the same thing to him. (laughs) Like, so he knew, his second shooter even knew, he was like, yeah, man, you're in, you're in every single shot, you know? And I get it. Like, you guys have, it's, it's funny because we're all paid to sort of take that pretty picture of that bride, you know, mm-hmm. of that. If you find the angle, we both work in visuals. Mm-hmm. And so I'm also paid thousands of dollars to, to take that photo. And I, and I, I, I don't think that that photographer should have bumped into you again. Sorry, you had a bad photographer, but you know, okay. no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were wonderful, uh, but Gosh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're, I'm also paid. So I, I won't like stand in front of the video but I'll also make sure, sh- like, if I see three cameras, I'll be like, all right, they've got this covered. I'm not mm-hmm. going to, um, I'm not going to just like intentionally if you do it, hop get in, hop out. Right. Kind of yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not going to intentionally get in the way. Yeah. And like, that's always, that's, that's something I feel, I've always felt like not uncomfortable with. Like, I, I hate getting in the way of people, like other people that are getting, even guests sometimes they feel bad, like stepping into their shots. Yeah. But I've gotten better about that over the years. Like, screw it. I'm just, I need my shot. I'm getting it. But with video, I always feel something like, crap, like, where am I supposed to go? There's three cameras going on. I want to not be in all the shots. But I also don't want to be in any of the shots if I can help it and not knowing where to stand, too. So I've been asking video teams, okay, like, where can I go? Yeah. What's your primary? Like, where? And lots all of three like, are primary. Yeah, exactly. No, all three. no, no, no. <laughs> no. Here's like, your answer. Is that I'll true? Give you, I'll give true? you your answer. No. Yeah. All three are not primary. Um, actually, the biggest thing to note is whenever there's vows happening, That's... just try not to be in front of a camera. That's the, the biggest thing, I think, oh, for, yeah. for people who are filming like us, because uh, that's one of the biggest moments we went, that's where a lot of the emotion comes out in films, is during like vows or during um, something like that. And so if you're in front of a camera, don't stress. There's Some... two other ones, two other backup angles, and they're going to be just fine. Um, and if, they, if they're if like upset about it, they have another freaking camera up. Like, of course Hopefully. they do. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, if there's only one camera... Don't be in front of that one camera. <laughs> but uh, if there's three, like have more grace on yours. Don't feel so sure. bad. Don't feel so bad. You're, but during yeah. vows, I would. That's the that's one the moment. Main moment. And I always try to communicate yeah. that, but I, it's still never like it's during a ceremony. Like we're probably the last thing the photographer is thinking about, and that's okay because that photographer should be thinking about the ceremony right. and the shots that they're getting and capturing the emotions and stuff like that. So I wasn't too too mad about that photographer because yeah. I'm like, okay, she's she's doing her job, trying to make sure she's getting her shot. But I was kind of bummed in the edit because I was like, dang it, that would have been like the, the, the that sweetest was the moment. moment. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what's so hard though is like, you literally have the shot. The shots, you have the shot, except 
they're in the way. Yeah. Like, like you, like yeah. It's not like you missed it. It's like, oh, yeah. I wish I would have gotten that shot. It's like, no, you had it, and then it, they the way to go. ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I've had, I've had a photographer, I mean a videographer, hit me with a cane. <laughs> All right? like, like, what? Like, like, yeah, like so I, it was down the aisle, so maybe this is a thing, because you guys, you said something about going down the aisle You just a got a cane. Yeah, cane it was like, an old guy, old? Okay. tripod in the back, just like huge cameras. VHS like, tape. Yeah, I, they probably were, like really. And, what is a VHS? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and I had went down the aisle once, and I came back, and I, did, I worked my corners, worked my angles, came back, and then worked my angles. I had never talked to the guy, and I come the third time, and he goes, what? And he hits you in my legs with the cane. And he's like, you've been down there enough, son. And I was like, oh, is that no. you again, daddy? No, no. No. And I looked at him and I laughed. I just went down the aisle. Because I, I was like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, why would you say that to me? And why do you think you can hit me with a cane? Like, Maybe because yeah. that was his only camera angle. No, he he had three. He had three oh, all in the oh back. Oh my gosh. Yeah, all You've in been the there back. Good for you times. for still going back down the aisle because yeah. like I was just being ridiculous. Well, I feel I feel like I maybe I mean, but you think if, that was his only camera angle and he wasn't tight or something? Because I always think I don't go and stand in the middle. I'll squat down because I know that someone. Oh, it depends shooting. on how wide. I mean, yeah, if he's, I guess it sounds I don't like know he's way faster. Probably his own fault. But I don't know. There are yeah. times though, whenever we, like we have locked in shots and it's just like photographer comes up during some amazing speaking part or the rings, but gets like stands up in the middle of the sure, arm sure. and is getting the shot and our two camera angles. And then the stands side. back up and then looks at their phone and then looks at the back of the thing. Oh, look yeah. at their Just phone? Yes. literally I've have that happen. happen before. Looks at their phone in the Yeah, in I feel like, can I say my, my Just, second thing that yeah, is, that go is for it. I've got my fourth and fifth thing. I'm oh, hard we need some with photographers. Yeah is when photographers seem very unaware of what's actually going on. Oh my gosh, that's my same thing for... Yeah, <laughs> which I'm sure... Okay, okay. This is yeah. like a real thing where like, I just feel like some photographers just are not aware that like, they're, that family formals are so freaking important. Like they walk up and they start complaining or they are unaware of just the fact that there are other people, other vendors who are trying to do their job too or photographers who show up and they feel like they're unaware that this is not their day. It's And they're like artistic... Um, Ooh, this is this really pains me. Pains me. Mm-hmm. People spend so much money on making their wedding day their own, or I guess their parents' own, whatever <laughs> is, whatever ends up happening. And um, a photographer, I've seen a lot of photographers who just feel very unaware that this is not their portfolio piece. This is no, a a care. human's wedding day, like one of the most. Well, but what do you mean by that? Yeah. Like, what are they doing that show? So yeah. they'll they'll walk up and and just be like. Uh, the lighting on this ceremony and like of course the, oh. you know and, and then and they're like well I'll but never I'll never send this or they'll say like, it out loud to yeah yeah and then never like luckily never in front of couples or anything like that well but I just sometimes feel like, there has happened but oh I, that hasn't happened to me personally but like sometimes I'm just like man I feel like you're just so unaware of the fact that this is not like like if this is on your portfolio it might be there for like a year and then but this is like the photos that they will have for the rest of their life they just don't yeah. seem excited they just feel bored I feel yeah. like that yeah. where it's like I don't oh, care bored. to be here you know that's hmm. a, that's a, that's the right word because I, I yeah it like hurts it like makes my heart just physically hurt for this sure. couple because I'm like it if you have to. <laughs> and yeah there are days when I show up and I'm like wow like you could tell that the couple really didn't care about this or us or anybody and they just they're just doing this because of whatever and you know there are days where I show up and I feel like I'm not like putting my my whole entire heart and soul because I'm a human that physically cannot handle that emotional you know burden of doing that but then but I'm never showing up and saying 
well, I mean, this venue isn't as cool. Oh God. Uh, this venue isn't as cool as the venue next door, which I've heard people uh, say. Yeah, this this, um, this day isn't like the if the weather were only better, or if the, they just feel like so unaware that this is like, you know, not their their opportunity to build their portfolio. And more so, it's someone's day, man. Yeah, that, and, that's crazy. And I, I think I feel like I want to respond to photographers out there who don't know and the beauty of diversity, like yeah. the beauty of wind or stillness the beauty of or even harsh light harsh light yeah. versus uh soft light the beauty of you know venue like a yeah. clean or a dirty venue of a room like if you're not able to find beauty everywhere right. then you know there's something there, there's something that you're lacking i think in your work if you only want to say one thing Gosh, right. preach for, for man me, yeah. for this me is... saying one thing is it's boring and sure it might get you paid you know, like people are going to hire you to come and shoot like, you know, the same thing at every wedding. Right. But I guarantee you will get bored because you haven't seen anything real. You haven't right. shown anything real. And so your clients, not that they're going to, they're, they're looking for something fake, but it's, it, it, you're taking sort of this authenticity out right. of, I hate using that word, but you know what I mean? Like out of the Hashtag day, you're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're taking that out of the day when you're like, no, I, I only shoot you know, X kind of wedding. You know, at, yeah. I only shoot this photo at every wedding, and I know photographers like that, and they're making plenty of money. But they're like, no, we look for this, and I want my clients to know what they're going to get. And that's is that a specific shot list? Do you feel like I guess that? Yeah, it's, it's like the way they shoot the groom. They want a portrait a certain way, or they want this a certain way. And I think that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But I think they'll eventually get bored, or yeah. they'll, you know, and they're, it's going to get dry, and it can still be be very beautiful. Um, and very wonderful, but every photograph will look like the next, right. except the couple. There's yeah. a lot of yeah. videographers that do the same thing. Sure, sure. And, you know, I think that they probably have a very streamlined system, and maybe that's really good, like, as a business perspective. But I definitely still I think that there's, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of crazy to me. It blows my mind. Yeah. So. I feel like oh. my strongest work usually comes out when I'm problem solving, something that I that is a bad situation. And I'm like, and then you come out with something that is different because everyone else was afraid to take that shot because they're afraid of like the harsh light or the whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, that's how you make a portfolio stand out is by embracing the things that no one wants to embrace. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So right. I've, I've actually had a photographer once threaten the couple that he was going to leave for the day because the first look, he couldn't find a first look location and every place was so ugly. We actually Literally witnessed that happen. Said. What do you mean he threatened like to he leave? Like he was like, said, we'll give them the money back and just leave. I'm just going to I don't want to shoot this wedding. Really I don't happened. understand. Like there was not a wall somewhere or like, I don't there, I mean, it was, uh, we, no, Kaylin, Kaylin took five extra minutes, walked around the venue. Oh, the brides were devastated. And because now she's being told that the location that she chose for one of the biggest days of her life is Isn't not beautiful. good. It's it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's ugly. Listen, that's... And Caitlin walked around and found a, a gorgeous little area that was that was direct sunlight, yeah. but it was also like right next to the water and it was so, it was kind of cute. It's, it shows the limit of the photographer. Right. It shows the limited range of a bad image maker who... Right. You know, and now, see, now I'm phone. fighting photographers. Dang it. Or something fighting <laughs> no, videographers. Well, I think this yeah. is actually playing out really interesting because yeah. a lot of the problems that we each have with each other is something that the other one is also experiencing. Right. So this is maybe more so. I do have something that is very specific to photographers. Right. Oh, oh, let's hear I know it. what it is. Okay. I know what it is. 
Let's talk about flash. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but can also photographers, we've had one photographer complain with us about our lighting. Okay, so I, this that's is the thing. I hate, anyway, I, continue. Well, yeah. sometimes we shoot with photographers that have a drastically different style than us. Sure. Where maybe we don't shoot anything backlit and they're everything backlit. So all the places they choose or whatever it is. And they're like, we're going to do it here. I don't care what you think. Um, and there's a time whenever we had a reception and the photographer had their flashes up in a certain spot. And I put up my continuous light and in a certain area that I felt like was going to be great and flattering for the couple. The photographer said, hey, can you move your light? It does, I'm going to shoot that direction and the light's in the way. I'm like, um, well, I need some actual light because it's too dark in here so I can actually see the couple. And they're like, well, can you move it over there because I need to shoot this direction because it looks the best. And I'm like, I know, I need to shoot that way too because it looks the best. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> and and um, they're like, well, I need you to do it. And I was like, the way I handled it was, you know what? Whenever they get out here, if it, it's it's still too dark or if it's if it's bright enough, I'll go ahead and turn it off. And I'm like, I'm not gonna turn it off. I'm just gonna end this conversation and say, I'll 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 do my best when I'm not gonna change it anyway. I don't right. care what you think. Well, because because <laughs> that's the difference between so flash is like this little moment that happens and you, you're capturing your one one second with your one photo right. and it and it happens and it's done. And also, you know, like you you need your flash to get your shots. But when you flash but continuously, for, no no no. For video though, when you have like your light, right. it's like we actually won't. Sometimes the rooms are so dark that like we we can't even get one second of footage because it's like so we have to have those lights. But I also understand that like I don't know. We've we've had so many photographers thank us for our lighting yeah. because they're like, oh my it's my autofocus yeah. on my flash actually worked better. And maybe we'll speak to that to what the yeah. difference is. I'd be curious to hear what you say because I have a, I might have a different opinion than you on this. Too. Sure. Okay, so I am a natural light photographer most of the time. It's very, like, this last wedding I shot, I didn't use a flash at all throughout the whole night. You know, my second shooter did during the dancing, but I shot, like, pretty crazy. Like, I was like, I was like 1-4. They were doing some crazy stuff. I was like 1-4 at a hundredth of a second and, like, at F. Nice. Yeah, like, Could you do that at, like, every 000. venue, though? Like, every reception? I mean, my camera, the cameras are so capable that I could do it. I sometimes, for me, flash uh, goes with the dancing. Like, if it's one of those dances where they have all sorts, like, it's dark in the room and it's, like, super, like, there are lights going everywhere. Yeah. And for me, flash fits that look. And it's so to That's get a- that look, then I'll use a flash. But if there's, like, soft lights and it's dark, but um, there aren't, like, lots of crazy lights going and it's, like, a more of a romantic setting, I will... I will run and gun with just my camera. Like okay. string lights you, on a patio? Like like string lights on a patio, there, uh, there would be no way I would flash, personally. Yeah, yeah. Have you thought yeah. about ever doing continuous lighting? So well, let me... Yeah, you finish that out. Okay, yeah. You go, then I go, and then you go, and the then... Problem I want to <laughs> Yeah, the problem that I have with continuous or the videographer lighting is twofold. And I don't think you... The way you describe yours, maybe it's not the same. One, for me, it's when they uh, change the light often... And so, so changing one one of two things. If they're constantly changing the position, since I'm natural light, I'm constantly changing my my aperture. I'm constantly changing my settings, and I'm missing stuff because, like, all of a sudden they have controlled what direction is good. And so, if they move the direction very like very often, it's I have to shoot that way, or I have to like. So I like the game a little bit because it's like, all right. They just moved. Now I'm shooting backlit. Okay, cool. Or, or all right, now I'm shooting. You know, with full full light now, and I'm just it just keeps me on my toes. But 
I don't like missing things. And so if I'm ready for something and then someone controls the situation in a different way, it's like, oh, dang, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, that's something that, that it bothers me, but I can work around it. The other one is uh, the color temperature of the space. Mm-hmm. That really gets on my nerves because then I can really only do one thing because they have chosen that in this spot we're going to shoot at whatever Kelvin they are, you know, they're shooting at. And I, and then everything else is like super weird or super blue. And I can try to fix it in Photoshop later, but it limits my options. Mm-hmm. Like this is a hot spot of light. Everything else is dark. I'm right. shooting what they have decided for me. And, and the, uh, I guess that what goes along with that is, and we talked about this a little bit, Levi, is the, uh, is the decision of the, uh, of the planner and the bride in sort of what space they're creating. Yeah. And so lighting and mood and all that is a big part of the space that they're creating. So like I was saying, I like to match the mood of whatever space has been created. And so if it's romantic with, with candles, three, three, three tripods in the middle of the dance floor is like really rough. But you know? I feel like flash is totally different than what they are presenting then. Right. So, but I wouldn't, like I said, I understand oh, okay. that. Okay. And so I, that's why I'm more of a natural light Got shooter. It. Okay. If it's in that situation where it doesn't make sense to flash, I wouldn't flash, okay. I, but I'm also like, I'll shoot it like a 20th of a second and still have <laughs> yeah. sharp photos. You know, like, let's go. He's looking at me like, well, you want to prove that? Like, <laughs> like, but I literally practiced going like, hey, we've done it. Yeah. Remember yeah. we were just like sitting and we make those triangles or something yep. on that. So as AD and I have, when we shoot together, we have like photo challenges. Little photo, like, yeah. Little challenge. So yeah. the lowest yeah. of the shutter. But or just, yeah, yeah, just like stupid stuff like that. We're literally just like, all right. Yeah. All right, is it straight? Look yeah. at it. And, and so I think we did a yeah. minute. Um, yeah. And so, so for me, uh, changing that, like putting a, a big tripod in the middle of the floor, and it's like, this is a production. This is, mm-hmm. It changes it so much so that it's no longer, you know, the romantic feel that they were, and it's just, you know, a video, which I don't, I don't, think, that, I don't think it necessarily only negates from the situation, but that's an issue I have with, with light, lights or just like big cameras that are uh, always in the way or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for, for myself, I actually about a year ago bought a video light. I bought a continuous light. I bought, Which one did you get? A Lowell ID light. Oh. Um, and I'm actually going to be switching over to a I light panel. I'm switching over to a light panel, actually. A light panel? Like a yeah. square light panel? No, no, no. Like the brand light panel. They have these LED oh, okay. lights. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I like the continuous light because I feel like it fits better with my, how I shoot. And I, I've always had good experiences with, with filmmakers typically or more for the most part and I just feel like it, it's easier for one for me I get more consistent photographs I feel like it, I can light them in a more cinematic way which is more consistent with my style um, and two it makes it so that if I'm shooting with video teams my style can be consistent across mm-hmm. the board whether I'm shooting flat if I'm shooting with video or without video I can easily light it the same way because we have similar lighting approaches so I'm moving away from using flash in order to just use continuous light I think but you control the continuous but light. But I, tro- I can control the t- yeah. continuous light or from the video team, I don't mind if they control it because I can adapt to it. Yeah. Um, unless they're horrible. Unless they're horrible. <laughs> which, then which is probably what AD's experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Dude, I'm sorry you've had like, some yeah. crazy yeah. experiences. Yeah. I, I, like it's I like, could keep going. Yeah. Oh my God. But yeah. I know like, yeah. in video, if you like the flash, I was like, Burst the screen too. So if you like have, or if you have like an extended cut with speeches yeah. and it flashes going off all the time, it's like yeah. I mean, I here's can... the deal with um, with people com- with videographers. In my opinion, when videographers are complaining about flash during reception moments, oh my god, why are they complaining? Literally, every guest has their iPhone out and they're taking cool photos with of the moment because and so there's going to be flash naturally. That's a real thing, and it's like people shouldn't be so so such sissies about that. But um, 
but being during, a sissy. Quit being a sissy. Um, <laughs> but during there have been moments like during bridal prep. Yeah. Um, where oh there gosh. was uh, one time we were in a very small hotel room. So this was small for a hotel room, which was it, means it was, was it in tiny. Colorado. No, it wasn't. It oh, okay. was, uh, I was going to name drop. Was, like, <laughs> was it this person? But yeah. it was it was so tiny, and there were three photographers. Three. All had flash on their camera, three. and it like you almost couldn't see what was happening in our footage <laughs> because they were all flashing like obnoxiously. No, listen, I heard this the other day. I was working uh, with my boy Preston, and. Uh, okay, someone the videographer told us about a wedding that they had uh, the day before, and they were like, "So and so was like during bridal prep was just going like pop 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 like all day long." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Who are these people?" Looked at their photos. Their photos are good. They're strong photos, but they probably get like they shoot for one or right. two, mm-hmm. and they mess up all the video. You it's, know? it's mainly that continuous flash that yeah. has issue. For instance, mm-hmm. like cake cutting. Um, you're gonna oh, like yeah. you get a lot of flashes right away. Right. That's why we also tell the our couples we actually sometimes will have you do it again, and we'll tell the photographers, "Hey, we're gonna do it one more time without any flashes." If it's you too much, your, it's happened it's like much. like only a handful of yeah. times in the course of like over the course we of like can, six years. We can cut out a frame here and there yeah. of the flash if yeah. it's, but if it's repetitive, then it becomes more of a skip and it's more noticeable yeah. mm-hmm. for us to get rid of. But we can hide things. Flashes feel a little bit all right, but if it's constant. That's a big pet peeve. And me. I've played flashes into a reception edit when it's feeling like nice. a party. Like, oh, of course. oh my gosh, oh, you I'm, put flash in. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, well, it huh. doesn't bother me that much because yeah. I'm like, if I'm already putting freaking flares over my footage, like, why am I so stressed about like a, a yeah. crazy, you know, like it yeah. actually makes it, adds it feel to like the energy, a, yeah. yeah, adds to the energy. Yeah, sometimes. that's what I was saying. Like, when it fits for me, that's when I use a flash, but I, I don't think I'm in the majority in using light. I know. Yeah, that I feel I, like that's yeah. a very small minority. Yeah. But yeah, but so during bridal prep and stuff, that's one moment where I might say, oh, can you, can you like, um, do that one more time, no flash or whatever. I might do that kind of thing. And no then, flash. and, and to the photographers, like if they hate me for that, like, oh my gosh, whatever. But I'm like, I took a moment that almost wouldn't have been able to be in it. Like, even if it's not a real moment, I would still rather have a shot of that mom and that daughter holding each other and hugging. than like, I would rather have a usable shot than no shot at all because the photographer screwed me over on it. Um, because it just looked like a, a strobe light was in the room. Mm-hmm. And so so I will reenact moments like that if sure. necessary. But honestly, that's happened like once or twice. You know what I mean? Like, so. But, but even so, just like flashes, um, you also have clicks. And so there's a lot of times whenever mm-hmm. there's like audio from, say, the groom reading a letter from the bride. And the photographer, I mean, nowadays there's more cameras that have more of a silent shutter feature. Sure. I also know you lose a little bit of the, you know, how many clicks per second or whatever right. it is. But there'll be a moment where they're reading and I just hear click, 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 click all the time and it just kills the audio that I want to use. And I've even heard videographers now that will actually put it in their contract or they'll talk to the couple and say, when you read a letter, I'm the only one that can be there for it. Someone's, no, that's not cool. Well, what they do is they'll pull them aside and have them read it because it's a very specific part for the video and they want that moment and it'll be just video and they Reading won't, let, out, they won't yeah. let the photographer okay. be there because of that moment. Yeah. Now, that's just Well, actually, the wedding that Colton you know? and I did this year we we basically is like, hey, are you cool? He opens the letter, he reads it, we shoot it, both shoot it, and then he does it again and then reads it out loud, and then I won't be in the room for that. And we're like, yeah, that's cool. And so we did that, and it was like a, a compromise of that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it. I feel like it's it was so funny. I feel like through these conversations, everything is really just kind of communication. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. hey, don't step on my feet. Don't step on my feet. Do you guys yeah, not? not but also, not like that, respect, like, respect yeah. for each other and stuff like that. But do you guys yeah. have? Do you ever consider turning on a, a silent shutter feature if, with the cameras that you're using, well, or, or a wider version? I will do the silent feature if it's quiet. 
but I'm not literally. I'm not thinking about video. I'm only thinking. Yeah. Can you shoot the day with silent, or are you missing an element? Like, do you need that feature? Where I, I think it's a little slower. Yeah, it is slow. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah, the the, the it, it'll be a little bit slower. But, okay. but and, and with that situation, what I have, some of the newer cameras are totally right. like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not worth it for you guys to miss out on a photo on a yeah. moment because you're you're shooting on a slower mode just so right. that the photographer or so the videographer could get the audio of be, that one moment. No, but you know I, I mean? honestly, it, I've never thought about that. So would it be it's rude actually if a like, videographer huh. asked you to do that. Would it be? Would that be rude? I don't. I don't think it would be. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it comes down to if someone were to come to me and say, "Hey, this is what I need. Can you do that?" I'd be like, most likely, like, "Yeah, I can do that." Or if it's like a, a quest I can't honor, I'd be like, "Yeah, I really can't." Okay. But I'd, I'd probably say, like, hmm. this situation with Colton, like, we're like, oh, yeah, like, he, I want to capture him, audio of him reading the letter. Say, okay, can we, because I want to, ca- if there's something that happens when he reads it for the first time, I want to capture that. Yeah. So are you okay if he reads it a second time out loud, and then I don't have to shoot anything. So did that. he read it out loud the first time? First time he didn't. He just read oh. it to himself. And then the second time he read it out loud. Hmm. Um, okay. But, See, I wouldn't even feel like because if he if he was reading it out loud, like for me, I can read something and just be like, okay, I'm 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 getting through it. And, but if Caitlin were to write me a letter like that and I were to read it, I might have completely different emotions if I were reading it out loud. Yeah, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. So I wouldn't want a photographer to leave the room because I would be like, no, 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 stay here because get this moment because that's important for you too. Um, or just maybe stand further away so your clicks aren't right in my yeah. In this situation, it was a smaller room, so we couldn't do that. Okay. Oh, and I, even I though I put it on silent, it was still, it was quiet yeah. in the room. Which but, is another problem that I have, that in serious situations, or like situations like that, if it's a large room, if the videographer gets so close to the couple, I <laughs> that I can only shoot one other way. Like mm-hmm. there's only, you know, like, all right, well, he's standing there. That means I, I have to... Everyone's like, wow, Edie, you're so artistic. Well, I was like, well, the you're videographer like, was, was standing right there. There's <laughs> nothing the I could do. Blocking the videographer. Yeah, that's and it, it works out, but it's still, I, I know that's one thing where I'm like, oh, man, why is he standing right there? Or mm-hmm. if this is, oh, man, if they keep their gear. Because you have so much more <laughs> yeah, gear than oh, I yeah. do. And so I had one. We had the bride uh, getting ready outside in this beautiful patio in, uh, in California. And uh, the... The videographer, they were just a couple. One of the guys was really cool. The other guy was just all over the place. And he just had so much gear. I don't even know what it was, like sliders that he wasn't using everywhere. So much gear he wasn't using. That's yeah. that's definitely a thing that I happens like, to videographers. And I was like, hey, man, can you move your stuff? Like, I hate when I have to talk to them and be like, hey, can you, can you like, maybe think about it? Like, just get your stuff out of here. Like, they did, they did not, again, they did not plan for your tripod that you're not even using to just be right there. And right. so it, mm-hmm. that's another thing that, that gets me. But I think what, what I'm figuring and I'm hearing, it's very particular to, uh, to some crazy people out there, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like your issues are my issues, not all of them, but a lot of them are the same issues with people that just aren't being, aren't communicating or being cognizant of what's going on. They're not mm-hmm. being aware. Yeah. And so that's, that's what really bothers me. But, at the same time, I know that we're both here for for a job. We're right. both here to make sure our client gets the best visual, uh, you know, legacy that they can have. Right. And so, I, I I like that you and Colton talked. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that you guys talked it out beforehand because, or you know, you're like, hey, let's find something that works. Because I think I would be open to someone saying something 
at first I might be a little like, what you talking about, video guy? You know, but I would make sure I'm hanging out with you and on your good side. Yeah, beforehand, before yeah. the psychological right. stuff. Yeah. Well, and also yeah. never in front of the client either. Like if, yeah. if you walk up right in the in the you're working at the location for where this is all going to happen and stuff like that, and then the videographer right in front of the bride says, "Hey, can you uh, change? There's a setting on your camera," and starts you know trying to tell the photographer what to do. Oh my god! Like that yeah. photographer has every right to be like, "Who do you think you are?" Also, what what you, what gives you the right? And so. Like, you know, that's also, if you, if you're a videographer saying that to a photographer, oh my God, like make sure that that's very private and that the, the bride has, you know, no reason to be like, oh, why does that videographer maybe know, like, don't let that photographer think for a second that you're putting them in a situation that could make the bride think that they are less talented or less knowledgeable oh, about their gear than what I they like are. I that. No, yeah. that's huge. That's awesome. Uh, guys, this is yeah. magic. This is awesome. We're not, we're not done. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come right back. Uh, with some more thoughts, and uh, we're going to close it up here. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Here we go, guys. Uh, we went over a lot of stuff. I think uh, we're, we're looking at you guys. We, we want to hear from you. What do you agree with? What do you disagree with? How do you shoot? How do you take video? Talk to us. Get at us. Um, what things tick you off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What makes you mad? Uh, we might have a round two. Yeah, round two. Up with some Talk about that... Facebook groups. Yeah. yeah. Oh. People bashing other vendors. Don't open that. That's a can of worms right there. Yeah. Uh, but we want to have closing thoughts. So anything else that you guys have that you want to say? Anything that you're like, okay, I want to make sure I say this. Uh, what are those things? Anything? Yeah. Okay. So for me, I, I feel like I look at... I feel like there's so many different things that this idea can be applied to, um, relationships, politics, everything, but nobody comes to believe something or feel a certain way without having been given reason to, to feel that way. So um, whenever I see photographers that are um, automatically seeing a videographer there and they're saying, oh God, a videographer, you can see it in their eyes immediately. Um, I know for a fact that they don't just feel that way because they just thought of that one day. No, they feel that way because a videographer has given them reason to feel that way. And so for me, a lot of times I automatically know, okay, well, now it's time to, to show this photographer like how cool it can be to work with a videographer. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Some people are um, seriously unbreakable. But um, that doesn't mean I'm not trying. And so um, sometimes you really can feel... When a, I'm, I'm serious, you can really feel when a photographer has never worked with videographers or has or only yeah. or has only worked with bad videographers. And to me, that really gives gives me this challenge of okay, let me show them how cool it is. Like, hey, do you need a snack bar? You look like you're 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 getting tired. Or do you um, do you need some water? Do you want me to grab you a water? Or hey, um, have you ever played with this prism? Like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And you know what I mean? There's so many moments when I'm like, oh, can I help you? There was one time when we were working with a, a photographer and I could tell he was, you could tell immediately he never works with good videographers. He, I think, would have preferred for us to actually have been standing up against the wall silently, just not doing anything. <laughs> and um, and I, as soon as I really realized that he, he was feeling very like invaded on, we were shooting the same way we would do with all other photographers, with photographers who have thanked us for the way that we've like directed and things like that. He just wasn't, he wasn't um, experiencing it the same way that a lot of photographers do. And um, 
And so I switched gears and I said, oh my gosh, is there any way that I can help you get the shots you need? Mm. That simple comment was suddenly to him, maybe he didn't really take it this way, but like I felt like that was probably the the closest I could get to saying, hey, listen, I really do freaking care. And I'm not here to like ruin your day. I'm not here to to steal all of your moments and to screw you over because this is my moment, not yours. Um, No, we're actually both being paid to be here. you know, who, who knows who was booked for first, it doesn't matter. Um, but like, who knows who's getting paid more, that doesn't matter either. That bride chose us to be there and chose them to be there. And who am I to be like, oh no, well, I'm gonna screw them over, you know what I mean? Like, I don't wanna be the reason they're not getting their moments. And um, yeah, so anyway, so that's just a big thing that I wish more people had that kind of perspective on is, yeah. Listen, that is one of the most profound things I, I hope that people take away yeah, from huge. this. Um, so I've been reading Desmond Tutu, uh, recently and what he, what his ideas for reformation, reformation and healing were after apartheid in South Africa. And that's the idea. That's, that's it. I know it, you're, you're talking about sort of photographers and videographers, but the idea that, Hey, uh, these people have reasons for, uh, for their hate or for, uh, some of the things that, ha- that happened, Let's now hear their reasons, hear them out, understand that we're all coming from hopefully the same place, and then uh, and then from there we can start the process of healing. And so, in this sort of uh, smaller space, this like microcosm of, of art, we're both. We I love. I said this the other day that if we expect sort of uh, the world to change, if we expect anything, you know, if politics and everything's going crazy. If, if two artists that are doing the same job can't get together and, and do things right, then how do we expect people who have differences to, to reconcile? And so mm-hmm. even though this seems like a, a small nothing conversation, I think, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that, that idea is huge and mm-hmm. beautiful because I think it is yeah. the path to reconciliation for the entire world, it, yeah. you know? And so... Ah, when you said it, I was like, mm, "That's mm, good, yeah, yeah, me too. that's great." Solving yeah. the world's problems, yeah. Black Light Podcast. <laughs> All right, that's uh, yeah. Where can people find you guys to check more of your work and to connect with y'all? Uh, you can find us. Uh, our website is White and Reverie. That's uh, white like the color. N i n r e v e r y dot com. Um, we are pretty active on our Instagram, which is also um, Instagram dot com slash White and Reverie. Uh, we have some fun Insta stories that we like to keep it raw Ooh. and real. So oh. if you really want to get to know who we are and our team, and um, we just got an awesome studio out here in Denver, Colorado, so we're going to be making a lot more content. We also have our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash white and reverie, where we'll post some of our films, but also a lot of uh, um, behind the scenes, um, how we uh, how we work with couples, also some of the projects we're working on. We've also a lot of different you know color grades or presets that we use in our films that we make available to filmmakers and you can check out more of that information and also we've created a master class for editing um, so we kind of showcase all that goes on on our end from editing wedding films uh, and we use Final Cut Pro X exclusively right now and absolutely love it so we kind of have that available if you just go to our website you can learn more about all of those uh, fun products and things that we do but yeah, we just we love to connect with people, especially on Instagram. So that's the place that we'd love to 
connect with you. Do you post video to Instagram, like in your post? Is it only video, or do you do photo and video? <laughs> that, oh, that's a good okay. How much more time do we have? <laughs> Next time on the Black Eyed Podcast. No, that's, I feel like that's a thing that needs to be talked about. Not today, but it, it, like that that's needs great. to be a bigger conversation. Proper etiquette. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll etiquette. maybe do another one that's like wait, photo, wait, video, wait. etiquette, or something like that. Oh, did I didn't. Have, I didn't know that oh, I was asking a. That's a, big, oh, that's a uh, loaded question. That's, that's a, a loaded question. There's a lot of oh, uh, Facebook yeah. groups with photographers that hate videographers that Who post, post stills. stills. Yeah. And it's like, but do you wait, post did stills? You know that? Um, rarely. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It well, is. We, it is a very and it is a typically like a. a two-hour conversation. Should we do this? Let's weigh our I've options. Let's text them. Should we post one time? They're like, we're not sure if we should post this still. What do you think? Is it a ripped still or is it an it's actual like photographer still? photographer feels like I have exclusive a, right to photos yeah. and you're posting it's a, a photo from this wedding. taken from, a, from the film. Yeah. And is it still taken from film? We, yeah, video, from, yeah, from our yeah. actual It's footage. not like you stopped and started shooting. And it's not like I even took an iPhone photo. But like, yeah, so I feel strongly on the photographer's end where I'm like, no, they are, they are contracted to be the person doing that. And Kaylin is like, like the wait a second, can, this is my footage and this is a moment for my footage. It's just one of the 24 frames. So we don't even agree. We don't even agree in-house. We're like, oh, so we rarely do it. We rarely Interesting. do it. But um, and we also will only will typically reach out to the photographer and say, "Hey, does this bother you?" Because because <laughs> some photographers feel strongly about like well, it, very. I, I will say it is in my contract that I'm the only professional photographer. You know, so the only photos that will come from the the wedding will come from me. So then, how mm. does that go out with like? photo what is a still is that a photo is that it's just one moment just like you're capturing a moment i just think that there's rules because if the videographer posts a photo mm. from Anything the day I... and post a portrait a oh still i just think that there are rules there because if a videographer is posting a still and it is maybe you know the end of the night or something like that and the photographer hasn't gotten their photo up and then suddenly the couple is reposting the videographer stills and never the photos from the photographer. Like, there's just things like that that are is like if I put problematic. The, if I put the hashtag still frame, though, I mean, does that then lets people know it's part of the video? Like, what's it's yeah. complicated? It gets so complicated. <laughs> they would know immediately. They click like on their, your profile, like, oh, wedding filmmaker is not like. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, this is funny understand. that now we have a, the photographer defending the video, but no, the I mean, videographer I, is defending the photo. I, I feel is it like, only an Instagram problem? Is I it think so, simply yeah. Instagram? Instagram? Okay, yeah. that's yeah. why I don't have an issue because I'm like, well, I don't know. Because well, a, a lot of photographers don't yeah. care about it, and yeah, I think yeah. I'd probably put too much pressure on us with that kind of thing. I think but the photographers that are in the same caliber with you guys aren't threatened by it because I, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, I, I, don't, I truly don't understand what would be the negative situation. Someone would be like, oh, I saw this frame. I want to book them for my video. Like, what? Like, yeah, what, that's uh, true. Do you also that's do true. video? I mean, photo? Like, do you have a branch of your business that would do photo? Just this week. You, just started. You added somewhere? Yeah, that's another thing it's that not, changes yeah. everything. If a, if a company is offering both photo and video and posts okay, a still from their video only thing, the video only gig, man, it's like... Then they might think, hey, that they did Oh, I should book that well. person that, because... Okay, yeah. I can understand I can the complication okay. there. Yeah. And I know for me, if I had... I've, I told one of my favorite video guys, like, I loved working with this dude. I was like, hey, man, I can give you at least three or four weddings a year, which is, they're going to be great weddings, but you just put on your thing that you shoot photo as well, but you don't. And I was like, is it that big of a, a thing for you? Because when people ask me for a video, they, they're usually very ready to book, and they'll go with my recommendation. If you shoot photo, 
I will not send them to you know like mm. just because it's that makes it. sense. Know, that was a thing yeah. we had to like weigh when we were considering when you were doing it. In. Which is I get it now. You can do both, and mm. so that's fine. You know, and you can find you can have that conversation. You we guys will work, to work well with together. Photographers. Yeah. We don't have to work with crummy photographers. Yeah. Oh man, that's so interesting. <laughs> I didn't realize it was it was <laughs> that big time, of a thing. But next well, time, I think it's yeah. a, it's only recently, yeah. like in the past year or two, been a big deal. And I, sure. I think it started with a couple Facebook groups and a lot of uh, people bashing public bashing other companies for that and I think that's when I'm like oh shoot I don't want to be the company being bashed can I ask though why do you post the photo as opposed to the I, video I hate a feed that's just all video like sometimes I like the medium of just a photo of a snapshot of something that's happening throughout the day so even though I enjoy video I like changing it up on the feed mm, here's okay, another here's reason other why okay, um, another reason why is because it takes, so you have your photo and it's beautiful and it's like, it looks great. And then you post it and it's super simple for video. We've, I'm not joking. There've been days when we've spent oh. four hours putting together and like a, a video to post on social media. Okay. So my other question is if I shot a wedding with you mm-hmm. and I took a video I could and, care I, less. and I posted it and people are like, dang, that video is baller, because that's what they would say. Uh, <laughs> I would only care if it was, I mean, if you did a full edit, like it actually, like you were using professional mm-hmm. gear, not an iPhone video. Like, iPhone No, I'm different. not talking about iPhone video. Okay, like, you're saying on, like, my, on my camera, I took a proper video, like, and I made it look legit, even though it was probably like 11 seconds. Listen, anyway. I would probably Caleb, have an issue. You, you would, would have an issue. I was, I was just about to say that why. we're not petty enough to have an issue. <laughs> Which is interesting. And this is where it gets into the contract. It's like, hey, we're the only professional videographer. Wow. This is but this is photo this is, the real fight. is different is, because yeah. you, have, you have a photo, but then you also have a still of a video. They are two things, but technically, from the medium perspective, they are represented as an image. So it's kind of complicated video multiple moving images, okay? And then you have I photo. I think that's semantics, it's though. Just, like, little moving images. I know, it's but that's also where it's t- tough, where... Yeah. See, Keelan I and I like, aren't even on the same page yeah, with this. Yeah, it's so interesting. I just feel like if you're going to do it, you should be okay with me doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I get what but you're I'm saying. But I'm not taking a photo. If I took an actual photo, resolution photo, like a RAW or a JPEG, no, 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 no. then Listen, I think... Still no matter the process of, the, of, of it... Okay. The pro- the process of photography has changed so much. Mm-hmm. No matter what the process is, a still to me is still a still. You know what I mean? Like a photograph, no matter if you took it as a thing from a video, it's still, you know, it, it could still be a better photograph than the guy with with his nice camera next to you. It could mm-hmm. still be better. And so, to me personally, a still, you know, is still. I can't. A still is still. A still is still. Still is still. Still is still. Yeah. And so. It is tough. You know, the process is different. I Instagram think it's, started. As I will photos. say though, yeah. a yeah. lot of my favorite filmmakers that I follow post stills all the time. Yeah, and so I, it's not. It's not even like the. It's not even like a thing that only the crummy videographers are doing. It's a thing that like the best of the best still do, and it's like a thing that needs to be talked about. I think because some people take I, people I mean, some people take photos. A videographer will take a photo for like their thumbnail for their video right. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But also, I have a big pet peeve where the thumbnail doesn't even represent their video. The color grade's different. Like I can't stand that. Oh but yeah, to all the so people different. who sure. think that the solution is to have the stills from the photographer, that just makes a messy and not cohesive feed, yeah. and it also is misleading when you click on it and suddenly the quality and Ugh. color grade is different. It's, oh, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I, I I will say just I don't. I don't care. Like I, I've never even thought to look at my videographer's page. 
period. <laughs> you know, so like, <laughs> like, like, oh, I should look at him to see if he posted. Glad a, you value a, us in the industry. No, I do. I love videography, but I never think, oh, I wonder if they posted a still from the shoot. I'm like, my stills are going to be way better in my mind. Like, I don't know. If, you know I, obviously, okay. you guys have some really good stills from it, but. I, they probably are, though. We're not capturing raw images. No, with but still, it's, it's so interesting. It is a, it's, a big, it's a big discussion. It's a yeah, big, it's a big thing, discussion, huh? Like, yeah. Huh, how about that? Yeah. And you're in this too, Levi? Like, I mean, oh. I'm, I'm in it vicariously. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that we, we got something to fight about, though. I know, right? Like, this is, this is like, we actually... I don't think anybody... I don't think it's it it being... Everyone's on weird teams. It's like... Yeah, it's like... It's, it's like not me and Kaylin and then, like, Christian AD. Yeah. What happened? So unbiased. All right. This is the Black Light Podcast. Check out whiteandreverie.com as well as Instagram slash whiteandreverie to check out Kaylin and Christie's work. Um, yeah. Yeah, be sure to listen next week. We're going to be up at uh, Photo Rehab and uh, you guys will be up there. I Possibly. We, maybe we should be yeah. up there. Yeah. And so, on the uh, other side. Maybe we'll have you jump in on the pilot again. Yeah. For, we can have a quick, quick takes. Yeah, yeah. Quick takes, hot takes. Quick takes, hot takes. We can right. have a quick fight. Yeah. Ooh, quick right. fights. Yeah. Quick fights. <laughs> All right, this yeah. is Blackout Podcast. Pancakes we'll check you out waffles. Pancakes next waffles. week at Photo Rehab. All right, peace. <laughs>